Little Women by Louisa May Alcott Adapted by Lynn Wilson-Bailey Read by Saskia Coomba Chapter One The four March sisters were quite close in age, but very different in personality. As Christmas drew near, they sat discussing how unfair their life was. Their father had left to serve as a chaplain in the Civil War and money was tight. Christmas would be bare. Christmas won't be Christmas without any presents, grumbled Jo, the second eldest of the sisters. She was fiery and independent and insisted on being called Jo instead of her full name, Josephine. It's dreadful to be poor, said Meg, looking down at her old dress. Meg was the eldest of the sisters. She loved the luxuries they'd had before their father went away. I don't think it's fair that some girls have pretty things and others don't, agreed Amy, the youngest of the sisters. She loved beautiful things and believed that girls were supposed to act gently and politely. We have mother and father and each other, said Beth, the second youngest of the sisters and the quietest. We can be grateful for that. We do have a dollar each, Joe reminded them excitedly. Let's buy something for ourselves. I'm desperate for a new book. Joe loved reading and writing stories was her greatest passion. I would like some new music, whispered Beth. She loved to play the piano, but the one they had was old, worn, and out of tune. I'd really like some new colouring pencils, said Amy, the artist of the family. We've worked hard for that money, so we'll buy ourselves one item each for Christmas, said Jo. When their father left, the two eldest girls had found jobs to help out with the family income. Meg took a position as a governess, teaching young children. Joe went to work for their old grumpy aunt as a maid. She wasn't happy working for her aunt, but wanted to do her bit to help the family. I think I'm going to use my money to get mother a new pair of slippers instead of music for myself, said Beth. She often put other people before herself. Inspired by Beth's kindness, Meg, Joe and Amy also decided to buy gifts for their mother instead of spending their money on themselves. The girls awoke on Christmas morning. No stockings were hung over the fireplace and no presents sat under the tree. When they were dressed, they traipsed downstairs. In the kitchen they found Hannah, their housemaid, but no mother. Some poor boy came begging this morning and your mother went with him, said Hannah as she continued to get the breakfast things ready. Let's put mother's presents in this basket for when she returns, said Meg, taking a wicker basket out to display their gifts. Shortly, Mrs. March returned to the house. She looked lovingly at her daughters and the wonderful breakfast that Hannah had put together. I have something to ask for you girls, she said. There is a poor family, the Hummels, not far from here. The dear mother has six children and a newborn baby. They have nothing. Would you be willing to give your breakfast to them as a Christmas present? The girls stayed silent for a moment, looking at the breakfast laid out on the table before them. Their tummies rumbled. Then they snapped into action and gathered their favourite breakfast items. I knew you would do it, said Mrs March, smiling with pride at her generous girls. We'll all go round together. Dinner is ready, 
Hannah called to the family that afternoon. The girls followed the delightful smell coming from the dining room. The dining table was laden with an incredible feast. Bowls of ice cream glinted under the light, a plump cake promised mouthfuls of delight, and French bonbons were dotted in between other dishes. In the centre sat four bouquets of flowers. The sisters stared in amazement. Mrs March smiled at her girls. It was our neighbour, Mr Lawrence. He heard about the kind and generous thing you did for the Hummel family this morning and sent over these treats. The old man who lives next door? asked Beth. Mrs March nodded. I wish I could send some of these beautiful flowers from Mr Lawrence to father, said Beth. I fear he isn't having as nice a Christmas as us. Mrs. March and her daughters joined together in one big hug. Although their father was not there to celebrate with them, they were happy that they had one another.